to another episode of NY Just Fans with hosts Chris, Charmin, and Davin. Um, as we get on to kind of the playoffs and the offseason for the Jets, uh, we, we will get on topics on Jets and NFL um, as as it moves along. Um, the one topic I, I do want to talk about, well, I want to say Greg, it's official that Greg Williams is now a defensive coordinator, which is a, a great move. And the great news is that we keeping the special teams coach, um, Brent Boyer, which is, yes. which is great news, which is great news. But we still have one problem, one main problem. We still, we st- Jeremy Bates, the question mark, question mark, Jeremy Bates. Mm-hmm. What, what is going, what is, what is going on with that situation? Because nobody never talked about it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we haven't heard, right? We haven't heard that he was let go. Yeah. So is he? So is he still basically the office the OC right now? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Well, I I, I don't. Um, for me, I don't. Um, I don't foresee an inch, an issue there. I um, um, even if he stays on or not, the prob- the thing is, uh, you think you have to understand is what uh, what Gase, how Gase, uh, kind of uh, um, how he described his job. You, I think that's how you take. I think that's where you kind of take what will ha- what will be happening going forward with the Jets is that you listen to the way he dis- he did he kind of described his 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 job as as he the way he said it was that he, he that's why he needed a defensive head coach, you know, a, a, like a guy that could run the defense without his input. You know, it was is that he's gonna be at, at the forefront of any kind of designing scheme wise on offense and he was going to run it and he didn't even sound like he needed a quarterback's coach or an OC. So whoever's going to be fit, whoever's going to be either the quarterback's coach or the OC is practically going to be a guy, you know, it's just going to be a sounding board for him because he said it, he actually used the sounding board, the term sounding board. And he, you know, he wanted somebody that had the experience of being an OC or experience of being a QB coach just to be able to be kind of his right hand. So, you know, I'm not in reality, to tell you the truth, I'm not really, uh, that's not really an issue for me, you know, because whoever's going to be the um, OC is not really, they're not going to be the ones calling the plays. Uh, right. They're not going to be the ones scheming anything. They're just going to be part of the day-to-day planning. And Gase is going to be the one running the schedule, running the plays, and and he even said time management. He's gonna hire a time management specialist. So you could see where this is going. He the way he's doing it is like I I think it sounds like he learned that he's not really a good CEO type coach. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. whilst in Miami, he, he learned that that's not really his thing. That he prefer being generally what he does best is being an, an uh, being an offensive coordinator, and uh, you know and that's about it, you know. So he's gonna, he's gonna basically, you know, let his guys do what they do, you know. And then he is gonna be, you know, what he's do to Sam Donald. He and Sam Donald is, you know, they're gonna work on, you know, whatever they're gonna work on. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, Jeremy Bates. You know, you know his play calling last year. Oh Jesus. Um. He was all right, but you know, last last few games. But you know, like I like 
I don't know. We still need offensive line coach, um, which I heard. Uh, I think they were interested in one of the one of the guys from the 49ers. I forgot his name. Um, I have read that earlier. Um, we need an offensive line coach. We need. We just need. We just need a like I said. When we need a major makeover, we just need that. We need a major makeover. You know, and it's like yeah, we're and, gonna start. And... We gonna start fresh. We need it's happening. Right. You know what? At least they got the the head guys. You know, other than In the place. OC. Yeah, right. They got the right. Right. They got the DC. They got the special teams coach. Now right. it's basically filling in the gaps now. And I think. Um, and I. And again, Chris, not to cut you off, but I. Yeah. I think. I think the I think again it goes to me you, if you go back and you listen to his interview um again he is he one of the things he learned was specifically that he he hired his coaching staff way too quickly you know he was he he kind of he he thought or he felt like he did not really take time to plan out his hires and it kind of uh blew up in his face. Remember that whole thing with the, um, who was it? The old line coaching that was a uh, sniff and Coke or whatever. They, that oh they found my the God. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Ooh. So, so I think, I think, I think he learned a lot, man. I mean, you know, uh, so, so the kind of the really careful planning and talking to guys high, um, the way he's going about it is basically because of how he felt he failed in Miami. So you see him taking, you know, precaution, precaution at every turn, which kind of is really like encouraging to me, because if you'd see a guy that would just dive in and not like like he did not learn anything from his prior, you know, engagement was would would kind of bother me, you know. So um, so I think we just need to be patient there. I think I think he's um, I think not only him, but the whole organization actually is kind of involved in the whole thing where they're trying to basically take everything into consideration whilst they do it. They don't want to just go out and just hire people just because, you know, and, um, and, and just because, you know, a few people call them and say, Hey, this is the guy you should hire and whatever, you know? So, um, so there's, there's just a, a, a really thorough kind of investigative, you know, kind of, uh, really organized, uh, uh, search, you know, going on. And that takes time. Especially, I think some coaches are still on the contract too. I think a lot of guys are still on the contract and teams that they haven't released them off of those mm. contracts. So you yeah, can't really said, talk to them. Yeah, he mentioned that, I think, in his yeah. press conference, right? Yeah, he did. Or yeah. in one of the interviews. I, I know he mentioned something like that. And did the Dolphins name a head coach yet? No, right? No. 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 So no. maybe he's waiting I, for I that because, that you know. I know they was talking about, uh, I think, the New England Patriots defense. Yes. Yes. If I if I recall, they want they really like this guy and they wanted this guy. Right. I remember. Yeah. They head coach, so I think they waiting for the Patriots to lose, so he can be so he can be that guy for them. Yeah, I think I think once their season's over, and I think once, you know, once you get in between the Super Bowl time, uh, that week, the week off everyone has for the Super Bowl, I think that's when you're going to see a lot of head coaches. I mean, not head coaches, but. A lot of the um, assistant coaches, being, yeah, yeah, because I yeah. think you got to remember if if he's whoever he liked in Miami last year, you know, this past season, he's probably going to want to bring them over. So he's waiting for Miami to name their coach, and then you know their head coach, and then he's going to say, okay, I want this guy, I don't want this guy, I want my own guy, whatever. 
And and that's what I think every team is kind of waiting for right now. You know, kind of everybody's almost on hold, but you know, thankfully we were able to get Greg Williams right away. So yes, that's yeah. a good thing. You know, now now but. my feelings. I have you see for me, um, uh, one of one of my things when I look at just basically, I'm a I'm a really cautious person, and for me, I love Greg Williams. Uh, I love the whole. His defense is going to be a kind of a heavy Tampa two type of defense. If you if you if you guys uh, know what uh, have, uh, you know know what yeah. Tampa two is, it's like yeah. the safeties are practically going to be like playing off the ball more than that, more than uh, more than normal, and then and then it kind of be it's going to be heavy man and heavy blitzing. You know, normally off a four off of a uh, kind of a four three front seven. Um, right. You know, but but our our personnel does not really play that. You know, I think we had we we conver- we spoke about that a little bit before about the fact that uh, a lot of the guys that we have on the team now they don't fit that kind of. You know, I think I uh, I think uh, after a little bit of research, um, um, I don't think anybody really fits except Lee. And the linebackers would would fit with the with the with a four three because Lee would play will and as a will you that your job is mostly in coverage, right. you know it's not really your job and not only it's not really your job to to play the run or anything like that. The fact that you have four defensive tackles in front of you or four defensive linemen, I mean, in front of you makes your job easier sifting through and getting to a ball carrier. Instead of trying to do the same job with three defensive right. linemen in third of you, so when you're a small guy, that's why defense four three linebackers are naturally smaller because they they could they that you want them to be able to very, be very athletic, be very fast, and be able to cover a lot of ground, and uh, and Lee fits that. Uh, Williamson is not a coverage guy; he would not fit really fit in that it would be you know it would be dead in that you know uh we've we've i think we've spoken about the uh anderson's not you know you know the reason why he left indianapolis was because he uh he, he, he didn't, um, didn't fit the yeah three. he didn't fit the, the, the four three three four guy yeah. right so so but um but yeah so so the whole greg williams thing is uh that's one of my 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 issue with greg williams is that He's one of those guys that kind of over time rub people the wrong way. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you can say I, that. <laughs> you know, and 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 I've heard things like that said about Gase too. That's why, to me, the hire that bought that kind of worried me at first. But but now that I know that he that basically what's going to happen is that there's going to be some kind of kind of a weird structure. With the coaching, where everybody's gonna be doing their jobs and just reporting to him, other than other than instead of him basically walking into a meeting room and and having his coach explain to him what's gonna happen or whatever, it's gonna be kind of a a, a kind of a, a kind of a chairman of the board kind of uh, thing in right. a way. He he does what he does, you know, and then <laughs> they try to kind of collaborate, you right. know, instead of him being the one running everything. And um, that sounds better to me because, because in other words, like, you know, it's not all on his shoulders. You understand me? He doesn't have to go to the defensive meeting room and run that. 
doesn't have to go to you know you understand what i'm saying so yeah, yeah so so to me to me that'll make it easier for him and the whole thing about him not running the 53 man roster thing where the gm is no is going to be more of the the guy that runs the 53 man roster i think that too i agree with because i don't i don't think he did a pretty a good job of that in 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 miami either all right <clears throat> so so should we uh so basically because we know free agent we got a lot of work to you know to do so we go for you know like a, a guy some guys that um that that knows how to run that four three formation or should we just wait until wait until that plays out and uh and 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 draft and draft some you know draft some young guys. You know, because I think uh, for what Tampa Bay was saying, uh, they they're gonna get rid of Gerald McCoy. They're gonna release him, which he fits in that four three because Ty Bowles yep. runs four. So that that's just not gonna work out for McCoy. Yeah, but then you'll have to pay him that. Uh, what is that? <clears throat> Twelve or thirteen mil? He he's you, you gotta owe him. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I I respect McCoy. McCoy is one of the best D- DTs in the league. You know, but I don't know, man. If I'm, I'm gonna put it to you this way, I am one of the few people, Jets fans, that would be fine if the Jets drafted a defensive lineman in the for in in in, in, in for in number three, because um because uh, some of those guys there, man, especially um Quinnen Williams from Alabama, man. Listen, yeah. listen to me, man. I mean, if this guy, it, I mean, if you watch this guy in college. I mean, <laughs> you take this guy and you put him on the line. Let's say you we don't get rid of Leo, and you put Leo and him playing a four three, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. you they, basically basically what you would have um, um, Leonard Williams do is that instead of doing trying to shoot um, trying to uh, play in a two two gap system where he has to practically wait and read. You know what's gonna happen in front of him. His whole job will be to get clear into one gap. You understand mm. me? And he is athletic enough and fast enough to do that. You take, you pair that. You pair him with somebody like Quinnen Williams in the middle, and the Jets would be like crazy. And especially right up the right up the middle, which you like. That's where you would you you would want most of your pressure coming up. So, I mean, I mean, like I said. It's bad for linebackers because the linebackers, the linebackers coming out, uh, you know, they're kind of, you know, their their grades are very low right now. A lot of a lot of mocks I'm seeing um, the grades for a lot of the linebackers are really low, man. So um, I don't know if we can we can't get really good linebackers coming out right now, and there's not too many of them, other than uh, Barr uh, from Minnesota. That's I think he's a free agent this year, and he, yeah. and, you know, that's about it. No. Right. Well, I, I'm sure that that's where they're going to end up doing is going to the free agency for that. You know, yeah. if the linebackers aren't that good in the in the draft coming out. Correct. So that leads to uh, Mr. Leonard Williams. Should we try to keep him to see if Greg Williams can can form can get Leonard's game right? You know, to make him a, like a better a better player. You know, to try to get him some some sacks or you know. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm. You know what? <laughs> I, 
we could say that he hasn't been in the right system to be productive. Correct. So it's that that's a tough call. I mean, yeah. Can we can we that's, get something that's really? Million dollars. That's what I mean. That's the big mm-hmm. thing. That's Again. that's a big that's a big lump of of the money you wanted to spend this year, and you're spending on a guy that has not produced as much as you'd like him to produce. Being a, a top, what was he a five or a six pick? Six. Yeah. Six. Right. So that's. That's that's the big thing I think with him. It's it's a big, um, you know. Okay, what do we do now? You know, I th- I think they should at least listen to offers to see yeah. what they can get for him. If it's something decent, then then make that decision. You know, but I would definitely wait and see. But this is this is where this is the part of the um, this is this is the thing. All all the fe- all what like I feel and what I I would like to happen is. As just me personally, this is just my opinions. And in reality, whatever plans the Jets have, we are in the dark about because, like I like you said, they, they haven't even hired all their coaching staff. So there's right. not really any kind of plan on the table what they're going to do. No, might we don't be, know. <laughs> yeah, they they might be kind of uh you know um you know throwing you know throwing a few things together. But the GM that you know, let's say in, for instance, probably hey. You know, maybe we do this, you know, if we do this, we do this, you know, and, well, and, and there's multiple options. And this, this is what I was talking about earlier in the season when uh, when we were talking about the um, this offseason was that whatever that needs to be done has to be some kind of magic, because in reality, the amount of holes that this team has is ridiculous. And one of the things that we never talk about, I, not that we never talk about, but I think we've talked about it before. I think Chris brought it up one time, was that we need corners. Right. Yeah. You know, um, people like, you know, I complained all year about uh, about Claiborne, <clears throat> about Claiborne and how <laughs> Claiborne played so badly. You know, and PFF PFF is ranking him this and ranking him that. And then I'm like watching the tape (laughs) and I'm like, dude, you know, like you got burned. But just because the quarterback didn't complete the pass that you got burned on is the only reason why your PFF grade is so high. You understand me? And and it was the same thing with uh, with Johnson. He was out of position so many times. And this is the thing that worries me. That is why. That is why when people when people say like in football you say you give stats without actually painting a picture of what happened, it makes no sense. Stats is something that can't stand on its own. It has to have, you know, it has to have some kind of a uh, you know, it has to have some story with it. You know, right. you can't you can't tell you can't tell a Q, you you know, imagine a QB was was nine of twenty. For 160 yards, right? right. And you, yeah. you'll be like, he had a horrible game. You're like, this guy sucks. Well, I- imagine all the passes that were that he only missed, he in, that were incomplete, were drop passes. But right. you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that because the stat can't tell you that. Oh, his his wide receivers dropped so and so amount of passes. So st- stats by themselves can't really paint a proper picture. That's why when Mister David tells you that somebody <laughs> is Oh, he sucks. Or oh, he this. You know what are you doing? You pay. You you can't just tell me. You know you can't just tell me, especially with a game like football, which is a team sport. You have right. to tell me 
why he sucks. Yo, you telling me why he sucks? You basically only giving me numbers. Tell me exactly what's happening. And right. and he and and we had this argument before where he misconstrued what I was saying. I said that yes, I was wrong about cousins. And the reason why I said I was wrong about cousins when I brought up the whole cousins thing was because cousins his demeanor was what I was wrong about because he because in 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 his day-to-day life he's a calm person but when he's playing quarterback he looks like he's hurried it's not good you know as a quarterback you want to be calm every time and the fact that he was always hurried was a different uh, that's another thing stats don't tell you they don't tell you the makeup of the person so you can't really tell you know what right. what you know what's going and- on Right, and then when, when he was bringing up about Johnson being so horrible in 17, but we gave him all this money. But I said, what was his matchups against hmm. the receivers he was covering? And he was bringing up the quarterbacks being so bad. Exactly. I get it, but I, I, I get all that. But it's that that's the whole thing what you're talking about. It's a team game. It's not just one guy out there. And hmm. you know what? And with Greg Williams, we don't know. Like, he might be saying, oh, man, I can't wait to coach this team. Now I'm, I'm going to unleash Leonard Williams in this way or in that yeah, way. Exactly. So we, we don't know exactly which way we're going to, you know, which way that this team is going to go with the players. Right. We have to, this is going to be a wait and see approach from us from, you know, cause I'm sure Greg Williams is sitting down with his coaches and saying, okay, I love this guy. Right. I, you know, I don't like this guy. Obviously Adams, he's going to be in love with, you know, mm-hmm. so obviously he's, but oh. there's going to be guys that we might like that we think, Oh, this guy is great. And he's going to get traded tomorrow or they might not resign whoever you know right so it, it's it's going to be who fits in with with you know with his plan so yeah, yeah. did yeah. did you guys did any of you guys um 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 uh chris uh, i sent you to i sent you i think i sent you a follow on twitter uh, a gentleman by the name of joe blewett did you did you ever follow him Yes, I did follow him. Did you see him break down Gase's offense this week? Like he had like a multiple, like a multitude of de- um offensive breakdowns on his uh. On I didn't Gase's watch. Offense. I didn't watch it, but I did see the post, uh, the the tweet, whatever. I did. Yeah, see when it, when you get time, when you get a few, like when you get a few times, like just go through the 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 videos where he was breaking down the offense and um, listen, listen, at the end, Davin. You gotta see this, man. Um, um, this 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 guy uh, breaks down the um, the offenses by by whatever formation, what whatever down that 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 gets how what what's his tendencies are. And from what I what I gather from a lot of the videos is that Gase is what we've been looking for as an offensive coordinator. Mm. Gase run runs uh like. It's like it's like fresh. It's the freshest offense we've had. It, it would be because he's very innovative. A lot of the the the, the route um, combinations, a lot of the a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of uh, counters, a lot of misdirection, uh, a lot of stacked wide receivers, a lot of you know, um, man. I'm telling you, the but the one thing for sure that comes through was the fact that. Uh, he he. Out of his offense, he needs a running back that could catch and a running back that could give that could um, give a lot of yak because you need to be able to run. You know, uh, you need to be able to run after the catch. You need to break tackles. Right. You need to be fast. You know. Right. You know. Um. So 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 this is why 
um, the whole, I, I wanted to bring the whole Bell thing today because trust me when I tell you, if Bell is in the offense like this, it, he'll be scary because you're, because you're basically taking a running back that could threaten you running the ball and, and threaten you running jet sweeps, threaten you running um, routes be, from behind the line of scrimmage, but also being able to flex out at any time, you know, to run screens, to run wheel routes, to run post routes, to run, I mean, and, and Bell is, there's no, there's very few running backs that could have, that have that kind of caliber, you know, of uh, <clears throat> skill. So running that, running that offense is basically a, a brilliant fit for Bell. I mean, well, so hopefully they'll provide the offensive line for, for Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, but uh, I'm gonna give it a check out, and also, and also, uh, man, shoot, the great news is, so, hopefully, I don't know. I think our defensive backs might be young, other than Tremaine Johnson. Hopefully, he'll get traded. But uh, <laughs> Mr. Claiborne won't be there, and uh, bust the screen. Thank goodness. Um, I just feel like with the with the whole defensive um back situation. Um, uh, I mean, Mr. Claiborne, they. Like, like, they, 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 yes, NFL stats and grades and numbers and all of that, okay. But when you, but when you know, certain people don't realize when you watch the film or if you really watch the game, even the replays, you know. And with yeah, with Mr. Claiborne, there's so many times I see Claiborne get burnt. First mm. few yards, either he's getting burnt. Or or they already curl route him. He's and and he's just so discombobulated, you know. Like he is so discombobulated that we don't need that type of defensive back. Like I don't know. Like that's just my that's my opinion. Like Mr. Claiborne, I don't know. He's eighty seven, eighty two. You know, I I think somebody posted like, yeah. It's Claiborne and Jermaine's this and that, but they not showing it. <laughs> Everything is so discombobulated. You know, if you want a fresh start, then we then we need that fresh start. You know, and and that was my whole thing. You know, that was my whole thing. With That's my whole thing with that. But yeah, I'm, I'll make sure I, I definitely will check the uh, the Adam games. But if it's good, and you know, hopefully we'll get a uh, bell. I don't know. I'll I'll send I'll send you the link on Twitter on Twitter. Um, yeah. Um, well, yeah. T- well, t- t- we 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 had that one post going about the running backs. You know, if, if we don't get Bell, I mean, after that you got Ingram, right? And I brought up Coleman, right? I think after Bell, I mean, I'm not, not me, but do, do I don't we go for the, do we go for the low the uh the the high risk? Do we yeah. go for the high risk with Kareem Hunt? Because um, nobody really not talking about it. He's definitely a name. Chicago, Chicago, actually, Chicago is the only one that I heard that 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 might take a chance on him. The guy is young. I think. I'm yeah, doing... I think more teams are going to take a chance with him. I think. Yes. I think it comes. You know what? You know what they really got to do with him is they if they seriously want to take a chance and they got to bring him in, sit him down. I think we talked about this. Sit him down, talk to him face to face you know, man to man and find out exactly what's going on in this guy's head, find out what kind of a person he is, find out if he learned from that situation, find out what he did in that situation. 
you know, I'm sure they've, I'm sure they've done their, their, you know, their research on yeah, it and all course. that. So they would never. This, talk this to is him the thing, you know. Right. This is the thing. At the end of the day, I, I would not be, I would not be uh, mad at the Jets if they made a run at, at Hunt, if they did their proper, uh, you know, research, right. and if exactly. they, like you said, if they, if they sat him down and because this is, this is the thing. Like like we've said before, I'm not okay with that. I'm no. not okay with that kind of not behavior. You understand me? But um, but me- people's lives have to go. Lives have to go forward. Right. You understand me? So so everybody deserves you know, a second chance. I'm right. Like, so everybody. I'm not right. So I'm not. I'm not gonna condemn the kid to, to you know just because he made a mistake. My my issue with the whole thing is I want to know where why you why what made you go there. You know right. what? What right. kind of person are you? Talk that to him and go there. Right. Exactly. Talk to him. Yeah. Say what? What? Yeah. What? What made you do this? Why did you do this? What was going on in your head? Why didn't you just go back into your room, close the door, and call security and say, "I want this person removed." Right. Exactly. She's yelling and... at me. She's threatening me with you know racial slurs well, and all this kind of stuff. Can well, you please have her removed? And I'm right. sure they would have gotten rid of her because exactly he's probably in some penthouse or something. You know. Right. So, and, 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 and for me, if your answer is not and not, you know, not something I like, then then I could just turn my back and walk away. But you have to exactly. do your due diligence as a as an NFL team. You can't do th- that kind of talent is not something that just grows off of trees. No, <laughs> one of the best running backs, in, if not the best running back. In, I hate to say and, it, the best, but definitely top three. Yeah. Yeah. You know? he, 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 he led just, the league in yards the year before. Yeah, yeah. I look at it this way. Yeah. If Michael well. Vick, if Michael Vick could get a second chance, yes. just about anybody could get a second chance. Because <laughs> what he did really hit me hard, and I'm like, Oof. but you know what? He 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 did his time, man. This guy went to jail. He lost yeah. everything. I think yep. we've said this so many times, but he lost everything. And you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, not just yep. a few million. Like like Hunt, you know, he's cost himself a few million dollars for sure, but nowhere near what. Michael Vick was like the face of the NFL at the time. Yeah, yep. so True. he lost himself a lot of money, man. He was on Madden, he was mm. on everything. You know, he was he was Mister NFL at that time. So that that's a if he could get a second chance, I think you know anybody can. So yeah, but uh, but what I was what I'm sorry, but what I just wanted to say with the running back, if if let's say if Bell doesn't come here, if they offer him the moon and he doesn't come here. I don't think any of these other running backs deserve anywhere near the money oh, that no. they are Bell. I oh, mean, not all these guys are. Oh, yeah, all these guys mm. are not number one. I mean, they're like one A running backs. You know, like they are good and shared. Yes, running backs. You know, like Ingram. Ingram's like twenty nine, thirty years old anyway. So yes. he's he's right at the edge of. You know, he's got maybe one more good year in him, and then he's going to start to really tank. You know, so. Um, yeah, none of these guys yeah, are that's for right. a lot of money too. So after Bell, it's going to be, who knows what we're going to get? You know, that's true. Well, we may so resign luck, Powell. Luck, you know, <laughs> but yeah. here's another position we've we have we've never talked about this one, and it's really bothering me now because I looked and there's nobody behind. It's got to be the wide receiver. No, 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 no. no. Well, that's that's a whole other. <laughs> we we know that's bad, but there's <laughs> nobody, nobody right at this point. This second, there is nobody behind Sam Darnold at quarterback. Oh, uh, that don't surprise me at all. Well, I mean, are we going to sign? Are we going to sign McCown Webb? again at forty years old? Webb, 
Webb? I don't know. They're all free agents now. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, this is the thing too, and I think somebody, someone, somebody on our page had this conversation with me, and and um, and we were talking about it earlier in the season about the money because when the whole bell thing came up, and we were talking about the money, you know, um, I think it was Michael uh, that that stated about the whole the the um, the amount of free agents we had and the amount of money we had, and my my whole thing at the time was yes, we have to sign a lot of free agents, but. We don't we don't have to sign any big free agents, you know. A lot of those contracts are going to be small, you know. Right. Bell's you know, the only not, one that's big. big nobody's going to be nobody's going to be spending. A, we're not going to be spending a lot of money in too many people. The like if the 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 thing in free agency too that I really wanted to bring up today on our podcast was the fact that um, in reality, most of the people that we're talking about like. You know, I seen I seen people on our page and other pages put up, oh, we're gonna get this guy and this guy and this guy. Uh-huh. We should have learned from last year because we had about a hundred million dollar dollars in cap space. Right. And who did we bring? You know, <laughs> most of those guys that we said, Oh, you could get this guy, this guy, they went to other teams. Right. Because because in reality, what's gonna happen is teams are gonna keep their guys. Um, um, and then when, and the ones that you can't you you that they don't keep, somebody's gonna massively overpay for them, you know. Right. Like for like the the Broncos center, uh, dude. Um, for the most part, if he's not going back to Denver, somebody's gonna pay a massive amount of money for him. He's an older guy. Right. I think he's thirty or thirty-one years old, and he probably has a few years left. But he's probably just gonna be looking for to get paid, you know. So right. um. It's true. So what are we gonna do? We go, we we're gonna we're gonna throw all our money into getting him for the next two three years, you know? Or are we or are we gonna go all in and and get some offensive line guys late in the draft? You know, I I don't know. Uh, um, from 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 I said it before, offensive of offensive linemen is just a hand. Just we're only there's seven guys that I saw that uh, a lot of um. Scout some uh, a kind of first round graded players. That's that's a low number. Yeah, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think through the draft you're gonna see if, if they if they keep that pick, it's definitely gonna be one of those one of those edge rushes they're gonna they're gonna draft. You know, with the, uh. with the three pick. That's if they. I still think they're gonna if they can trade down a little bit, not far. You know, not outside the top ten, but just a few picks down. Because now you got a couple of quarterbacks that people might want, you know, and it depends on also we also got to see what happens at the combine. I think that's going to be big. I think if these quarterbacks have big days at the combine, I I think that's going to make their stock go even higher. Like right now, Haskins stock is through the roof. You know what I mean? And I think the Giants are going to draft him at six. But if someone else says, oh, maybe we want him that's below them, you know, they might want to jump the Giants and get to him. Yeah, there's, yeah that, and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping another team gets really interested in, in him. There's, yeah, there's so many scenarios, uh, um, um, so many scenarios that could happen. So many things that could happen. Um, um, I also heard, um, uh, oh man, uh, uh, there's this QB and oh man, it just skipped my 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 brain for some reason this morning. The, I was actually uh, thinking of the kid um, from Duke. Is that the other guy that's? No. Is he from Duke? It's 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 the kid from it's Haskins 
It's Murray and uh, no, it's some other kid. It, it, I forget the name, but anyway, I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. I think it, I think it was who Chris was talking about. And they got the Patriots actually taking taking this guy. If I if I recall, well, the mock the mock draft I posted today, they have the Patriots getting uh, um, the kid. Uh, what's his name? The guy that won the Heisman. Oh, Murray. Murray. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's the that's the uh, I don't know. That, they had that, that's like, the, well, I don't know if he's going to be a good quarterback. Right, I don't know. That's the right. odd. That's the most odd thing that's, I've, I've that's seen. Because, um, I, I don't know. When I, when, when I had saw a video, I think it was from ESPN. Uh, I don't know if it was Mel or was it uh, – dang, who's the other guy? I forgot the other guy's name, but um, he, he had oh, – yeah, he had Haskins at uh, the Giants getting him. Right. Uh, Murphy had Murphy going to the Dolphins, and then this other quarterback going to the Patriots because they said this this other quarterback. If I can, if I can get his name, I'll I'll say his name next time. But um, they said this guy could be like a like a how can I say it a Peyton Manning type of guy because he's six foot five. Um, oh wow! He's six foot five. Yeah, he's a big dude, and he and he could run a little bit too. Yes, that yes, right? that, yes. Is that is who that was it? Justin Herbert or a Drew Locke? Not, not. I think it's Locke. It's not Herbert. Herbert's the guy from uh, Oregon. Yeah, it's yeah, from Oregon. That's yeah. not him. He's going back. It's Drew. It's Drew Locke. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he that's went. Who, that's, that's the that's, Duke guy, right? Or no? And I can see that. No, Locke is from Missouri. No. Oh, okay. All right. Then I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah. That, I don't know why this name from Duke popped up somewhere. And that was yeah, the other a, name. There's a there's a there's a Duke QB coming out too, but I can't remember the okay. name. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll have to. We'll, we well to you know what? There's there's definitely a couple of teams that are, that are going to be looking for quarterbacks. You know, Denver, Jacksonville. That's worth the first round. Yeah. Giants. The the reason why Locke's name came up, um, to me, um, that's why I brought. I, he's the he's the name that came up this morning was because I was listening to, um, um, the Shrine Game uh, updates. Because the Shrine Game was this was yesterday. I mean, this week it was the whole of this week, but um. But uh, apparently he was having such a great week out out uh, out there that 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 his name was coming back up that people were talking about him getting the first round grade. Uh, um, so um, so again, like I said, there's so much that could happen, man. Like I mean, there's so many things that could happen between now and uh, you know and uh, um, and the draft. So much things that could happen between now and free agents free agency is going to be crazy you know um even even talking about um wide receivers you know we we're saying oh there's not too many great wide receivers anymore and it's true there's not too many great wide receivers but you know what there's wide receivers that that have crazy potential because um because uh, Nikhil Harry which is the guy everybody's talking about if he runs anything put on the a 45 He's gonna probably go in the top fifteen easy, you know. Uh, there's a uh, Calvin Harmon, you know. Uh, there's the Brown kid. There's two Brown kids, I think. Uh, they, like guys coming out that are like uh, um, um, really good, really good uh, wide receivers. Uh, slot slot guys really. Um, uh, uh, Debo Samuels is the name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he's, suppo- he's, he's supposedly like one of the best guys coming out. So, 
I mean, it, I mean, there's so many, so many variables going on. You know, there's so many things going on. So, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be an interesting time coming. Definitely, because there's gonna be, you know, they with the three pick, you have a lot of options. You know, yeah, you could definitely trade down. You could stay there. You could trade with a player to get another player and move down a little bit. You know, so right. there's there's definitely options, man, which is good. You know, that's the good thing about having a a high pick. Yeah, so the quarter, so the quarterback name from Duke is uh, Daniel Jones. Oh that yeah, I heard that Mel name Kiefer. too. That's who Mel yeah. Kiefer got, and they was, and the reason why he chose him because he said, "Well, you know, Tom Brady turned forty-two, and you know, it's two thousand nineteen. They need to be thinking about a quarterback, which is, which is uh, kind of true." And I was like, mm. "Well, a couple other guys, that you know, we got a guy six five, and you know." And be you know, and hopefully he'll get the you know uh, Tom Brady. I guess show him the ropes, and with Belichick, you know, hopefully this this will be the guy. So I don't know. I, that's the but those are the only three that I heard of going to the first, uh, getting the first round pick, and that's uh, that's Haskins, Murphy, and uh, Mr. Daniel Jones. So a couple other names I think about too are for teams needing quarterbacks. You got Drew Brees is I think going to be forty or he is forty. Yeah, he's forty. And yeah. and you got to remember you got Philip Rivers. Maybe, he's like maybe they maybe 38. they even uh, Bridgewater. <laughs> well, well, Bridgewater's a free agent now, so oh, he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah, and then, he is. And then yeah. the other guy with the other guy who's been talking about retirement the last couple of seasons is is Roethlisberger too. <laughs> you know, well, he he talks about retiring. You know, the last yeah, two three years I, we've I heard about that. Attention. Yeah, so there's a couple of teams that are possibly going to be looking for a quarterback this you know uh, high uh, up so that's good i mean the more the better you know and not, not that i want to drop that down that far to pittsburgh uh, or san diego but you know it depends depend, on the offer too yeah exactly it depends <laughs> on the offer is right yeah if you get blown away then hey you know you definitely got to think about it you know yeah i'm sure i'm sure max gonna be listening to all the offers he, he can yeah first pick you know yeah, he's 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 been known to to try to get as many picks as possible. So, and he's got to recoup what a second, right? We don't have a second yeah, round pick. We don't have a second round pick. Yeah. So that's that's definitely one. And the the other quarterback uh, situation I was I wanted to talk about was was Nick Foles. Nick mm. Foles' contract, uh, he his contract automatically guarantees on March eighteenth. So they got till then to million decide. Dollars, right? Yeah, twenty million bucks. I don't see Philly keeping him on the roster again no. with Wentz. No. I just I don't see that happening. So I, I can the only way how I can see Foles uh, coming back to Philadelphia is if they release him and he can't find another job, which I think he will find the job. He'll definitely get a job um, somewhere, so, yeah, or, or he'll retire. You know, but um, other than that, um, uh, <laughs> other than that. Uh, yeah, I don't see him staying. But his they could use that money to uh you know to try to maybe get somebody in free agency. Who knows? Well, here's the interesting thing with that. Uh, what they can, what he can do, what Nick Foles has the option to do, if he if if the Eagles decide to say okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep you and we're gonna keep that twenty million dollar option, he's got an option in the contract where he could buy that out for two million bucks. Hmm. And become a free agent. So now wow. it's going to be about, you know, does he do that to say, hey, listen, I want to, I want to be able to go where, you know, where I want to go, not where you're going to tell me where I, I'm going to go, because you know the Eagles are going to want to trade 
and get a decent return for him because if he if he leaves as a free agent, I think they can only recoup like a third round pick. Wow. For him if he leaves, right? Or yeah. they could franchise him. You know, but then that might make it harder for him to be traded because then his salary is going to be God knows what as a franchise player. Because it's going to be like 20-something million. It's going to be – think of it. It's, it's the top – what is it, the top five you average uh, yeah. of your position? All those guys are making 20, 30 million easy quarterbacks, right? The top, the top five quarterbacks. Like Breeze is getting like 30, 40 million dollars. Hmm. No. So I can imagine what – so that's – that's why it's going to be interesting what happens. I'm sure they're going to bring him in and talk to him and say, all right, you know, let's try to get this situated, you know. And yeah. I'm sure they've been working the phones and talking to people, you know, maybe Jacksonville or whoever. Maybe Miami, Miami could use a quarterback, too. We don't mention them either. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. another team that's uh, – And there's a lot of <laughs> – Right, a, they, like we don't think about it, but then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe that, they could be using a quarterback, too, and – but, so that, that, but that's the situation that's gonna what, be what big you know next month. you know you know one of those things that I have been saying all season too is one of those things where uh, um, that whole let's uh, let's try to move the energy from one season to the next. I think a lot of teams are kind of tr- um, kind of um, trying to build their teams because if because um, if you guys kind of look the look a little in the future now and see in the next year or two. The um the amount of talented quarterbacks coming out in the draft is going to be ridiculous, man. Uh, next year's draft, uh, Jake Fromm. I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, it's ridiculous that they, there's there's going to be really good quarterbacks coming out next year, and then that right. that kid that kid from Clemson the year after that, you know. So team so teams. I mean, you know, you know, they won't say it publicly, but dude, you could build, you could start building your team. And say to yourself, "Hey, man, let me see if I can reach for this guy because the the kid, the Clemson kid, looks special, man. He looks like a uh, 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 next gener- next level QB." You know what? That could be the a good example of what you're talking about. I think could be the Raiders because the Raiders this year they don't even know where they're playing, right? Because they they can't move to uh, Vegas yet because that stadium's not ready yet, and I think they have to leave Oakland. Right, their lease yes. is up or something. Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, who knows where they're going to play? So they're kind of a dead team this year, yeah. and they're rebuilding anyway. Obviously, because they gave away Mac and they gave away uh, Cooper, and they're going to have like four first round picks this year. So they're definitely in rebuild mode. So this, that's a, but they're a good example of what you're talking about because they might even trade uh, Carr, get another draft pick because they figure, you know what, this year is a dead year for us. Who cares if we have, you know, a starting quarterback? Whatever we could trade yeah. him, maybe uh, what's his name? Gruden likes one of the guys that you're talking about more than Carr, and thinks, "Hey, that guy's going to be special. I'd I'd rather go for him." You know? Yeah, uh, Mr. So Gruden. About, Mr. Gruden is one of those guys. Combine. Yeah, yeah. be all about the combine to see. Yep. To see where to see where these guys is going to see how these guys is going to perform. Yeah, they can right guys. now. What's that? The defensive defensive stale. <laughs> You know, but anything is possible to happen once the combine is done, you know. So, they so. could completely crap the bed. Uh, <laughs> no, think about it. They could they could basically be a horrible team this year, win one or two games, get the number one pick next year, and be ready to, to draft one of these quarterbacks that, that you just mentioned, you know. Yeah, So that, that's, that's a team, you know, because like I said, they, who knows? They don't even know where they're playing this year. 
So that, that's a big thing right now. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't. I don't Maybe think they too. they named where they where they're going to be playing. So that's a that's a pretty big uh, thing to yeah. keep your eye on. You know. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, we we will keep our. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, I mean, just going. I'm just piggybacking what uh, what Charmin's saying about the quarterbacks that are coming out next year. Yeah. You know. I, I so we'll see, man. Speaking of Nick Foles, uh, devastating loss for the for the Eagles and uh against the Saints. Very very good game. Yeah. Which, which the Eagles could have could have won. Um. I felt like the play, Nick. Uh, well, for one, I thought, I thought, I thought, you know, instead instead of trying to, I guess, get some yards, they could have went, they could have just let it go down two minutes and then come with a game plan, which I thought that was going to happen, but apparently it didn't. You see, you know, for um, me, yeah, Davin, I, it's it's awesome that you just brought that up because I uh, I totally forgot about that. Um, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Chris, it was you that brought that up. Um, Brought up the whole play, the play call, uh, yeah. That 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 made that interception. Um, again, like I said, like I said on the page before, um, I have never seen that that route combination or that play call or, or any version of it being called. Well, I'm I'm not like you know. I, I mean, I I don't do this for a job, but for Every time I've seen a flood concept, every time I've seen a scissors concept, I've always seen the the read is always to the side, you Correct. know, to that side. It's always to that side. It's as as you read the safety and what he's gonna do. You read the safety. Normally they try they it you know they try. Um, I think the Jets had a play like that the same way, and then somebody was trying to blame Adams the safety when the corner is the one playing the deep third. The corner plays the deep third. So you you yeah. kind of you kind of see what the corner what what the corner is gonna do, and and in the position that in when we when you roll the tape and you see the play, the 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 safety bites, the safety bites on the deep third. He totally mm. forgot about the post, leaving leaving the wide receiver wide open. All Foles had to do was just leave half a beat instead of um um instead of throwing the ball where he did. All he did was, had to do was wait patiently for just half a beat. It was like not even mm-hmm. half a second, and the post would be wide open, and he would have six points. Yeah, you know, right. or because because I think the reason why the defense even played it like that is because his head was left; he was looking left, and that's why mm-hmm. the defense, you know, that's why the defense played um, adjusted the way they did, or not adjusted, but reacted the way they did, which would have been perfect. He I'm just... he always goes he always throws to that guy. That's where he goes. So if you if you kind of head fake the defense and then look where the read takes you, the post would have been even the corner was open because even when the reaction of the safety, he didn't react right. His angle towards the ball still left enough space for Foles to co- complete the corner route if he wanted. So that whole side of the field, that way where he ran, where he ran the the where the offense was ran, was to me it was a bad thing to throw that ball, even if it was going to be a completion or not. To me, the fact right. is, the fact is within the play itself, that decision was horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's not where you want to go with that ball when you make a play call like that. That was six points. No, oh, absolutely. It, and I was I was surprised he hiked the ball. I thought they were going to run it. To the two minute warning. Right. I was Not watching. I'm like, all right, they're gonna run it to the two, taking their time now because they don't want to give Breeze that much time either. 
Right. Correct. That's why that, that's that's what I thought it was going on. But <laughs> but he also had other options on the right side other than the six. Oh yeah. Uh, you had Ertz. You had Ertz that had nice little space, and then you had Sproles that could have gained the, you right. least more than ten yards, at least 10, 15 yards. First down. And even Sean was saying the post. <laughs> right. The post yeah, was wide so open for a touchdown. Wide open. It would have been a touchdown. Right. Or yeah, at least the first and goal in the five or something. But yeah. that's why but that's what they call why you call it a flood. You call it a flood because look at the amount of players that are on one side of the field. Mm-hmm. You understand me? That's I think the the answer the defense wanted to give to that was to play man. You know, that is why they went into a man to answer to what the what the offense was showing. That is why his read was wrong. Like that's like what I was trying to explain to David was that that's why where he threw the ball, even if the guy was wide open, that was not where the ball was meant to go. With as soon as you see pre-snap, as soon as the quarter the quarterback saw what the defense was in, his head should never have been down, because you know that somebody would bite on one of those plays. As either somebody bite the safety bites on the corner route and try to shut it down, the post would be wide open, which is exactly what happened. Or even then, if even if the, the corner played it right and then went to the deep third and then the, the post was going to be um, covered and, and the safety played it well, the like you just said, Ertz, Ertz would have been wide open or Sproles would have been wide open anyway because right. that's, what, that's what the call is made for. It's made to make exactly. the defense make the choice. It's either you're going to cover deep or you're going to give me the easy completion. And he didn't do either. He he hiked the ball and he made a quick throw. Exactly. When, when that's not what the play call looked like. It, it I, again. I did. I don't know what the coach told him, but every time I've ever seen that play call happen, it's a read where you have to read levels of the field. You read what the safety does, and then you react. You your your reaction to it is is either to the tight end or to the flat. So you come off the scissors concept on the top, and then you go down to the tight end or the flat. And and you didn't he didn't even have to come off because, like I just said, the corner was open if he wanted to throw the ball on time, or the post was wide open for six. Correct. That's what I'm too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a very tough game, you know. Yes. Um, I, I felt I felt like uh, you know the Eagles the Eagles had had the, had their chance, you know, the fourteen zero, and then the punt block the. Uh, then, you know, the punt block helped the Saints, you know, because the Saints looked like they wasn't really doing doing much at first. But, you know, it was a very close, very, very close game. And they had their chance to win it, and they just couldn't execute. Um, but I do want to shout out uh, the Rams for that uh, girly and uh, Mr. C.J. Anderson. Oh, <laughs> man. Man, did they did they dominate them? Cause golf, golf, he he was there when when it was needed. But that run game, man, listen, to Cowboys did not know what to do with that run game. <laughs> and that was and that was and that was just a game plan. That was like the best game plan. I I think I made the the um I I I said on the game on the on our page that the um. The fact that um, McVeigh came up with a game plan that didn't make him look all fresh and all, you know, throwing the ball all over the field and running all these misdirection plays. All he did was line the hell up and smash them in the face and they had no answer for it. You know, it was perfect blocking every time. Most of the time, the line, the, the lineman was so far to the second level that the linebackers didn't know which gap they should get to. 
because they were being either they were being too fast and they were shooting a gap where they would end up getting face to face with a 300 340 pound lineman or they were shooting the wrong gap and they would end up in the backfield and the running back would be like 15 yards down the field by the time they turned their head you know and it was one of the reasons why I thought um they sat Van der Esch at one point because he kept taking mm. the wrong gap over and over and over again. And the uh, Lee came into the game. I think uh, one Cowboy fan at, at work told me, he's like, I don't, I don't know why. They, you know, you have to keep... No, you have to understand something. You know, there's something... I think that's what the Rams saw on film. They saw that the, that the linebackers were, were way too aggressive and they wanted to trap them. They wanted to force them to make the right decisions and they kept making the wrong decision all game. And that's why they kept getting this, their face smashed in, you know? Yeah, very, very true. I mean, close to 300 uh, rushing yards in that one game. And I and I feel like uh, it's going to be a very tough test for the Saints. This is that's this going to be a hell of a game. The Saints and Rams is going to be a hell of a game. Um, also, should be high scoring. Yeah, <laughs> that should be high, very high scoring. I'm, 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 I'm giving it, I'm giving it like thirty to forty points for both teams. So I'm, yeah, it's a must watch. Uh, hey, Davin, oh, hey, Davin, you're not gonna comment about the uh, about the whole Marcus Peters and 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 Sean Payton thing? <laughs> we're, no, gonna, we're gonna have no, a we're gonna I'm, have I'm, a bowl I'm of gumbo. Them, <laughs> yeah, I'm, to, I'm gonna let them both. Uh, I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that. Uh, I'm gonna let that show on the field tomorrow. I'm not gonna say too much about that. But what <laughs> I do want to say is that um, it's, if the Patriots defense don't get it together, Mr. Mahomes is gonna have a field day. That's freaking. And you know what? It's not gonna be as cold as they thought it would be. Yeah, yeah tomorrow for KC. KC is gonna be about twenty. I think they said now. Oh, so it's not gonna be single digits like they. No, somebody? it's gonna oh, be okay. high teens, about twenty degrees. Wind's gonna still be. Possibly a problem, ten to thirty miles an hour gusts. Well, well, so you might still seemed, have a problem there. Right, the snow seemed like then all the wind didn't seem like it will, it will be a problem for Mr. Mahomes. This is, like this guy, I don't like. I'm looking at Mr. Mahomes. I'm looking at the sidearm throws, like <laughs> like his eyes is is it's like that he, kid is special, man. He is really, he is really this guy, and you know. And speaking of Mr. David, that you know knows think he knows football, he the one that actually said something that though Mahomes might not be this guy, whatever. You know this this guy is. Very, oh, he's just waiting. Uh, he's just waiting for for Mahomes to have a bad game. Oh, look, look, you see what I said? He's been waiting all season. <laughs> yeah, but he really can't say about. This well, guy. we know who his his boy is. So. Oh, we know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very special. If the Patriots defense don't get it together, this guy is very is is going to have a field day. He I think three, yeah. he, uh, the hill and uh, but the, I'm impressed with the Chiefs' running game as well. Yes, uh, Damian Williams, back. what's his name? As the running back that's replacing Washington. Hunt. It's, um, Washington, that's his name. Yeah, I forgot his I forgot his first name, but it's something Washington. I mean, no, I remember I mean, that. The, I remember the, that the last kid, name. Yeah, the kid played the yeah he played the hell of a game last game. Um, um, they're gonna have a good game. Um, I think the thing I think beyond the whole, all the trick throws, beyond all the um, the highlights and stuff, the thing that people are not talking about when you talk about uh, Mahomes is the fact that this is a kid that's practically what is like that's his second year in the year in the in the NFL. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's unfazed. 
tell me, tell me one time you see that kid look like he's scared. Tell me one but time he looks like he's hurried, like he well, like like something is bothering him or it's a problem or you know, oh my god, he's the same kid from the moment the game starts to the end. His face is the same, his behavior is the same, his, everything is the same. He's like even kill. There's a reason why a coach of Andy Reid's caliber took a second year player and put him to run his offense. It's because he saw something in this kid that's like, he's like, man, I mean, and we're all seeing it, man. I mean, I've never right. seen anything like this. They, I mean, yeah. kids kids that of that level, you should not be able to play quarterback at that level three years, yeah. from, for three years, two years into the league. No. Yeah. Especially when, yeah. and when nobody thought you was going to be that good. Listen, whoever said that they thought this kid was going to be that good, I yeah, you're lying. I, because trust me, I I I I heard nobody. I've probably one or two draft scouts that I read their stuff. They were like, "Yeah, he was gonna be good, not mm-hmm. great. That this is great. This is on the level of, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, great." <laughs> well, right. the, the one thing people did say was he he did have a strong arm. That was oh one, well, yeah. That was the one thing we did hear. Yeah, but they didn't. But they didn't say that. I mean, is this like. No, no, no. Cool, like, look, we can see the feel well, you know. Yeah, definitely nothing like this. I mean, <laughs> the but this is, anticipation. They, Come on. This is the, this is the real challenge, though, this, this week trade, against Belichick. Did they, get a, did they well, trade, get a higher pick to get Mahomes? No, he, he was uh, no, he was drafted kind of low. Like, wasn't he drafted like twentieth or something? No, they, they didn't move like in the. He was like um. They didn't move up that high, though, I don't think. 15. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that high. But but they didn't trade? You sure? I don't think so. They, uh, I don't if, think if it, it was a trade. I don't and think And if it so was, either. it wasn't that high either, you know? Um, let me let me check. Um, See? Hold on. I'm, I'm out there. I'm out there. All right. The Chief, yeah, see? They traded for the 10th pick. The oh, Chief, oh, he is that high. Okay. 10? Oh, Wow. Okay. Yes, they did. They traded the 27th overall pick, a third rounder, and they 2018 yeah, first you go. to the Buffalo Bills. Ah, okay. There you go. Yep, 10th so, overall, right? Chiefs need to thank the Bills for that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Bills didn't think he was going to be that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, listen, man. You know, how many sta- how many um, scout- scouting staffs that have to, you know, over the years you know, curse themselves, you know, over and over again for missing picks, like missing guys like that, that, they, that, you know, they're going to be special and you didn't see it coming. Um, I mean, that's crazy, man. See, like, oh yeah, the Bills gave up another QB <laughs> nah. um, and they need a QB. Exactly. See, right. they, they compared them to a gunslinger like Brett Favre, but they said, that, but, but. Davin, this guy is not a, this is the thing to me, this guy is not a, the, He's not this guy that's reckless throwing the ball all over the place. He's yeah, he's but... one of those. He's calm. He throws his nice little. He throws his line. He slants. He throw. He throws his nice little touch balls. He has his side arms. He's no no look. He could beat you anyway. He don't have to be throwing the ball long. This is why I I was listening to somebody somebody was talking and they were saying how you know he um um how he um you know he. Oh, um, that oh, the the Patriots are gonna take away the long ball. Fine, the Chiefs don't need the long ball to beat you. 
Uh-huh. You know, they don't they don't need to beat you with the long ball. You know, they 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 don't have to because they don't only stretch you, you know, vertically. They stretch you horizontally too. You have to mm. take into uh, you know consideration the fact that they have a tight end that's all world. You know, yeah. how what are you gonna do? Okay, let's say you come out and you have to double um, um, Hill and and the tight and, and and the tight end. But that damn you know? Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. And what, do you, and what are you gonna fast. do with Watkins? Watkins? Watkins is fast and he's big enough that he could run. He could be the one that you could run screens with. He could be the one that could run, you know, the slants on the middle. So you're right. gonna put who are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They this is the thing. Have, this. Oh yeah, they also have uh, Kelvin Benjamin as well, just in case. What? Yeah, you <laughs> don't know they got Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. but that's. But he's garbage anyway. I mean, is he? Didn't he gain a lot of weight? Didn't he gain a lot of weight? He's. I I think Carolina Uh, gave him away, so I don't think that's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's done much. No, I hear you. If he if he wants to. If the if the bills if if, listen (laughs) if the bills if the bills give you up if the bills need wide receivers and they give you up and they cut you. Yeah, that's uh, saying something, yeah, that, right? Yeah, exactly. Listen, hey, I think that spells something. That's all right. Hey. Five pick Peter, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anybody oh is better than five pick Peter. <laughs> oh boy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, but you know what? But this is the big challenge for him because now it's Belichick, it's pay, it's Brady. Yeah. But he played him before thing. and he put up a bunch of touchdowns on them. But they did lose. I know, but they barely lost. And yeah, and this and and, and but, yeah, that was and this at, is... but that was at Foxborough. Right, yep. and it was early, early in the season, too. Atmosphere. Yep. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. it's... That, team, that, that Chiefs defense, the Chiefs defense is known to play better at home, too. So you're not yeah, going to be we, going we in there. We talked about that. We yeah, did talk about gonna, it, right? Right, we, we spoke about that. We're not gonna, at, you're not going to be going in there. At home, they give up less than 19 points a game. <laughs> On the road, they give up over 30 a game. That yeah. is ridiculous. That is so, ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to talk about the Chargers and, and Patriots. Chargers did it for themselves. But, um, <laughs> so, so now we down to uh, our, our predictions for the NFC and the AFC championship game. Who, who do y'all have? Okay, Charmin, you go first. Oh, <laughs> man, come on. Um, <laughs> All right, so pick one, is, let's do is, one game at a time. This is rough, man. Let's this do one rough. game at a time. We'll, Okay, Patriots Chiefs. I'm gonna go. Okay, um, Patriots Chiefs, man. Um, like I said before, I this um, the only coach that has hang mul- multiple thirty plus points game, point games on Belichick is Andy Reid, even with when he was with the Eagles. So, um, so the 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 chances of the Chiefs being able to run their offense the same way, no matter what Belichick does. Is high, so I would still I would pick the Chiefs winning. Mm. Okay. Um, well, what score do you think it's going to be around? I like, I think I think, man. Um, I wanna I wanna say I think people I think from what people saw happen with the Patriots, everybody's freaking out. I still think they have multiple holes on that team. I don't think it's the same team. I. Uh, on, they could go ahead and prove me wrong, you know. But I, but I, I say that they will not be able to keep up with that Chiefs offense, and the Chiefs would probably score about 
30 points and the Patriots score about 18, 20 points. So mm-hmm. it's going to be 30, 30 to 20. Chiefs. Okay. My, yeah, my score was about the same. Um, I'm going to say 31 to 21 Chiefs. Um, Mahomes have three three touchdown passes and uh the run the run and the and uh, the difference maker will be the run you know yep um, definitely that that is going to play a, a huge part um I know I know the Patriots uh, running back had three running touchdowns and you know <laughs> so I, I, it's going to be more about the run game because both quarterbacks can throw um and they both will and if they have to they they'll throw the ball as much as they can but. You know, but you can't you can't get the pass game involved without the run. So um, I think the Chiefs will. I think Chiefs will have a slim, will have you know a better chance than than the Patriots. So I'm going with 31-21 Chiefs. I'm going to go a little lower. I'll say like 27-23 Chiefs, and I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that the Chiefs do win. (laughs) But and it's also the first crossing our fingers. Yeah, it's the first first title game Super Bowl. and it's the first I, title game ever in Kansas City. I sounded I sounded really confident. I'm not really that confident. <laughs> no, me either. You never well, are. I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, we can never... with, I'm gonna say it with confidence. Yes, okay. At least we'll have it. Yeah, I'm about to say Belichick is a Hall of Fame coach, and we know Tom Brady, uh, Hall of Fame, blah blah blah. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, Tom, you know, yeah, you know, sometimes. Sometimes things things need to come to an end, and you're supposed to be confident, Chris, because you said you don't think the Patriots will ever make. Uh, I know. I said I've been saying it since the very beginning, so I'm 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 going to stick with it. I'm going to say I'm going to be very confident in this. Um, I don't I don't think they I don't think they're going to have a shot, even though Brady said he's going to play 2019 at 42. You know, like that defense is going to come at you know, and the crowd is going to be there too. and they gonna be on. They they, they maybe KC is on to something. They didn't choke in the first. They didn't choke. So um, I feel like yeah, this is this might be their time. Win the Super Bowl, maybe not, but this is their time, you know, for now and the future. So yeah, KC gonna okay. win. And and the second game we got oh Jesus, the Saints and the Rams, and that's mm. I think that's gonna be the, the better game. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Devin. Um. Um, like I, um, man, that's gonna be quite a. It's gonna be like I, like I said, the the both teams do well with adjustments, offensively and defensively. Um, they could play whatever whatever situation you put in, put them in. But we have to remember the Saints are at home, and yeah. they almost never lose in that dome. It's oh, very it's hard easy. to beat them there, and. Um, and they have so many ways they could beat you. I still don't have enough faith in the Rams' defense. Um, um, I know that people. Uh, I have Mr. Marcus Peters and his and his brash, uh, his brashness. Uh, I see, I think that some, that he is one of the best, well, most talented corners in the league, hands down. The problem with that is he only looks like that half the time. And half the time he looks like he, he he plays bad technique and people take advantage of the coaches know what they're saying. If a coach is looking at your film and saying that he could use you, he could he could beat you up, that's because he's seen something about you that he knows that he could play off of. And it doesn't have to be every, all game. All he needs is that one moment. At one time, they need a third and eight, a third and to complete a third and 20, you know, or something like that. 
and they use that double move on you or something, you know, fake you, you know, and they got you. So um, I say Saints, high scoring game. I say this is the game where you're going to be like 45 to 42 or something like that, or 48 to 42 or something like that. All right. I, I could I definitely see a high scoring game too. I'll I'll go their last game was November fourth of this season and New Orleans won forty five thirty five. So it's probably I don't think it's gonna be maybe a little lower, but it's gonna be in the thirties. So I'll say I'll say thirty four, thirty one Saints are gonna win. Uh yeah, let's see, this is this is where Maz is Maz is gonna be real interesting. I think the game is gonna go in the overtime. Wow. Okay. This mm-hmm. is this is this is one of the games where I feel like they they both teams is going to play with some passion. You got McVay and you got Mr. Sean Payton on the other side and these guys are are ready to fight and it's going to be a real offensive fight. Um and I'm going real high. Um crazy a lot of crazy high. I'm going to go with 51-48. Wow. In overtime. Oh, <laughs> Okay. All right. Offensive performances, other than the uh, the Rams and Chiefs, which looked like the Super Bowl, uh, I think it's going to go really that that high, and they and it's going to start in that first quarter with the it's going to start in the first quarter, and it's not going to stop until somebody wins it. It's like like they'll like they'll be like when mm-hmm. it when it comes clutch time, the defense will will play. And that's why I only have a three-point game in overtime, but I'm going to give it to the Saints, unless if the Saints is blowing out the water. But I don't see it happening at all. Wow. Uh, that's pretty okay. spe- specific, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you need to take a trip to Vegas, man. Put that down on a book somewhere. <laughs> uh, hey, you might be able yeah, to win millions of dollars if like it comes that. true. Hey, if the score ends like that, then yeah, I, I need some kind of, I need some kind of a uh, little, little prize, little liquor prize. Send you know? <laughs> <laughs> your bottle of scotch. No, no, yeah, that. bottle of scotch. Yeah. Right. That's that's if the score is 58, 51 to forty eight. I know it's a little high and crazy, but I don't know. You got two, you got two high offenses, you know, in the league. So yeah, why, why not? Let's let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it. Okay. That's yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, other than that, too, we we did it. It's uh, episode twenty one. Wow, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Make sure mm-hmm. uh, make sure y'all uh, give us a follow on Facebook and watch Jets fans and um, follow us on Twitter, um, Jets fan podcast. You, you know, we we if you want to be a guest, please let us know in advance. <laughs> yeah, please do. And- and check out our Facebook page, NY Jets yeah, fans. Yeah, this, yep. Definitely join up, man. Yes, sir. We'd love to get. We'd love to have you guys in yep. our group. We got we a we only, couple we of interesting. Only have one, one person that's that's a little arrogant, but you know, he'll, he'll... <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we we definitely we, have interesting yeah. characters. In yes, we group. do. But it's all it's all uh, it's, it's all for it's all fun. That's yes, for it sure. Is. It's all for fun, and so come on yeah. down. Other than that, other than that, guys, <laughs> we're good. Good podcast once again. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I'm supposed to be going out to a restaurant, so let me get out of here. All right, man. Enjoy All that. Right. Till, till All next right. week. All right, guys. Jet up. Jet up, boys. Jet up, boys.